Hey everybody, this is Victor again with Needs Some Introduction. No intro music today, this is just a really quick bonus episode. This is the Mother's Day All Recommendation episode that I mentioned earlier this week. So getting right into it, I was trying to come up with a framework for this uh, recommendation. So I actually, since we are watching Mayor of Easttown, I kind of use that as an excuse to put some recommendations together. So top of the list is, if you want to see Kate Winslet and Guy Pierce together once again, and on HBO, by the way, is uh, Mildred Pierce, which was a short, a miniseries that was made a few years back. She won the Emmy Award, I think, for this uh, performance. It's a very good performance. I didn't love the series itself, but it is very, very highly regarded, and her performance is very good. And their chemistry is very good there as well. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood also is very, very good. They have a very problematic mother-daughter relationship, by the way. So maybe not the right thing to watch on Mother's Day. But uh, still, definitely worthy recommendation. And has some of the main players from this series in it. Uh, also, with Kate Winslet, and also a film I don't really love that much, but has a very good performance of hers, is Little Children, which is also available on HBO Max. And lastly, this is a evergreen recommendation for me. It's one of my absolute favorite films of the past few decades. It's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with Jim Carrey, which is available to stream for free on Peacock, I believe, with ads. But if you've never seen that, I definitely highly recommend that one. That's an excellent film. If you're looking for more Guy Pierce, I would start with Memento, if you've never seen that. That is uh, Christopher Nolan's second film, actually, before he became a huge star with, you know, Tenet and the Dark Knight movies and Inception. But before making these giant blockbusters, he had a small movie called Memento, which is most famous for being told in reverse order. And Guy Pearce is the star. He's in pretty much every frame, considering the movie really is playing out in his mind and really one of his absolute best performances. So if you haven't seen that, that's also one of my absolute all-time favorite movies. I highly recommend that, and that's a great starting point for getting to know Guy Pierce as a performer. For something a little lighter, on Netflix, you can see him in a movie called Results, where he plays a personal trainer. He has his original Australian accent, his natural Australian accent, and uh, it is a very fun performance. It is uh, an unconventional romantic comedy, so I'm not sure how everyone will take to it. It's kind of a little low-key, but he is very fun in it. And it also includes uh, Colby Smulders from How I Met Your Mother and other recognizable folks. If you're enjoying Gene Smart playing Mare's mother on that show, I would recommend that you check out Watchmen, also on HBO, if you haven't seen that. It is a comic book show, but you don't have to have read the original comics. Uh, it does help to have read the original comics. I would skip the Zack Snyder version, the movie version, which I really don't like. But my wife watched this without having any background into the comics or any of the characters, etc. And she really enjoyed it. So I think it's probably a good recommendation. Gene Smart has a much meatier role in that film, in that series, I should say. And it's really excellent. So I definitely highly recommend that one. One last recommendation, and this is more of a PSA. If you still know anybody who may be vaccine hesitant, there's an excellent episode of This American Life from, I believe, two weeks ago now, 
which I'm going to excerpt just a little bit of here at the end of this recommendation episode. But I'll uh, actually link to the original audio as well. But basically, it is the story of a Republican pollster who is trying to get these extremely vaccine-hesitant folks, uh, mostly Republicans, to vaccinate. And uh, he's a cancer survivor and is <clears throat> basically trying to you know, implore them to think about other people and the, the value of them getting vaccinated would be to protect some of these folks. And um, basically, the long and short of it is that they are very vaccine hesitant. They bring in a bunch of Republican politicians, the head of the um, minority lead of the Senate, etc., to um, speak to them. And they are completely unmoved. And then they give uh, have a health official come on and give them very high level, just five facts that he, they want them to know. And then on top of that, Chris Christie comes on and tells his personal story of what he went through and how members of his family actually died, potentially from his infection. And uh, this really moves them, right? They literally go from being almost 100% uninterested in vaccinating to uh, becoming evangelists. They're literally saying, how do I get this information into more people's hands? So if you are meeting with family members this weekend, any little bit we can do really to get just some more people vaccinated will get us closer to herd immunity, which will help everybody. Uh, so I'm going to include a little bit of the audio here at the end. And then check the show notes for the link to the original episode and details there. But share this with anybody you think might be on the fence that can be motivated to get them closer to that goal. Because the sooner we get people vaccinated, the sooner we can get back to normal. And uh, I worry about some areas where we have very low vaccination rates, some places less than 30%, and uh, with empty vaccination centers. And I worry that one of these variants will come back and we're going to have another very rough fall if we don't try to take some action. So I hope you're all vaccinated so we can walk around maskless again and I can interview people face to face, which I have not done yet. Uh, so I do hope that that day is not that far off. Be well and happy Mother's Day, everybody. Here's that clip I mentioned. Doug says he wants facts. Let's go. Frieden had been listening. And it was like he'd been collecting all the concerns and questions he'd been hearing and lining up responses in his head. And in one minute, he just spit out these five things he wanted everyone to know, as clearly as he could. One, if you get infected with the virus, it will go all over your body and stay there for at least a week and be much more likely to cause you long-term problems than the vaccine. Two, if you get the vaccine, it will prime your immune system, but then the vaccine is gone. It will not be with you anymore. Three, more than 95% of the doctors who've been offered this vaccine have gotten it as soon as they can. Four, the more we vaccinate, the faster we can get back to growing our economy and getting jobs. And five, if people get vaccinated, we're going to save at least 100,000 lives of Americans who would otherwise be killed by COVID. Okay, I want a show of hands. How many of you would say that those five facts are impactful to you? Impactful. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's a I lot mean, of you. This last guest, Frank didn't know what he was gonna say exactly, but he put him last intentionally. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Well, I, I think 
what I'd say to you is talk about three different experiences that I've had with COVID. And the point I want to try to make is how random it is. I went into what was supposed to be the safest place in America, the White House. And I went and I got tested every day as I walked in. I brought to the Eisenhower building, swabbed, had to wait there for the test results to come back. If they came back negative, which they did every day that I was there, I could then go into the West Wing. And there were seven people in the map room at the White House for about 16 hours over four days together. And of those seven people, six of them got COVID in the place that was the safest, most tested place in America. I got it, and Hope Hicks got it, and Kellyanne Conway got it, and the president got it, Bill Stepien got it, and, um, <laughs> and Stephen Miller. All of us got it. All of us got it at a bit of a different time. And all of us got it at a bit of a different severity. And by randomness, I mean, I was the sickest of everybody and had the longest hospitalization. The, the next sickest person was the president. But the next sickest person after that was Hope Hicks, who was the youngest and most fit person in that room. Someone who you know ran four to five miles every day um, in her early 30s and was the most fit. She was out of it um, for a good 10 days, called me during it and told me it was the sickest she'd ever been. Two other people in my family, um, a 64-year-old cousin who was um, a smoker, and so she had some potential problem, got it, felt okay in the beginning, wound up hospitalized. Her husband, 63, no pre-existing conditions, great shape. In fact, was still working every day as an active longshoreman on the docks in New Jersey. He got sick as well, caught it presumably from his wife. They both wound up being hospitalized and two weeks ago, they both passed away. It wasn't hard to read the room. Everyone was paying attention. One person said, I wasn't expecting him to say that, that they had passed away. Two were surprised to hear that Hope Hicks ran four miles a day and had still gotten so sick. Chrissy told them he sympathized with their skepticism. I hope that helps start that conversation. As for the show, we have another recap episode of Mayor of Easttown coming this week. We're in the middle of the season. If you're watching along or haven't caught up yet, feel free to do that. And listen in our episodes and continue the conversation. In the main show, more prints with Ian later in the week. Once again, happy Mother's Day, and I'll talk to you soon.